Welcome to The Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, I'm Terry Holland, and this is episode 56 of The Empowered Life. Thank you for joining me today. It feels really good to be back to recording again. And you know, today I want to talk about something that might not be very popular. And I know just yesterday I talked about a very unpopular subject. So I seem to be on a roll with this, but just bear with me because this is what's on my mind and this is what I want to talk about today. So today let's talk about self-care. And this isn't going to be your typical talk about self-care and the importance of self-care. In fact, today I'm going to talk to you about when self-care goes too far. And I think in some ways we really have gone too far with it. So bear with me for a moment because I I get the sense that maybe some of you are thinking, what is she talking about? This is a podcast in the self-help section. And is she going to tell us to stop taking care of ourselves or stop doing self-care? No, that's not what this is about. So before we get into that, let's just be really clear that I am not telling you to stop taking care of yourself. That's not the case at all. I want you to take care of yourself. And I hope that you can see that. So why is it important to take care of yourself? Let's start with that. Why is it important? Well, really simply put, it's important to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of anyone else? It's like giving from an empty cup. You can't, you have nothing to give. So yes, it is important to take care of yourself. But what I want to talk about today, what we're going to talk about is, is it possible that self-care can go too far? So what is self-care? Self-care is simply managing your own wellness, taking care of your mental, spiritual, physical health, and, and making sure that you're able to function with all of your cylinders firing so that you can give as much as you need to to your career, to your family, to your environment, to the world around you, to whatever it is that you need to do so that you can accomplish what you need to. So in that case, self-care is a really good thing because If you have a purpose, which you all do have a purpose, and I hope you understand that, I hope you understand that you, every single one of you has a purpose on this planet. So if you have this purpose and you know what your purpose is and you're working towards it, then it's really important that you're taking care of yourself so that you can fulfill your purpose as well as you want to, that you can do it with intention and integrity and energy, and that you can do it day after day after day. Okay, so when does it go too far? Well, self-care goes too far when it becomes an excuse. So here's what I'm seeing a lot of in, in social media these days, and I hear a lot of coaches talking about this, is they talk about self-care to death. And it's at the point where I have to wonder, when are you working? When are you building your business? When do you actually make money? Because if what you're doing all day, every day is all geared towards self-care, then when are you actually giving? So you see, I have this theory that self-care has become this kind of a buzzword for, well, I'm just going to say it, for lazy, for laziness, for procrastination, for making excuses as to why a person might not be successful. Well, I'm taking care of myself, you see, you might hear that. Or they'll say things like, oh, I'm taking a self-care day. Well, did you make any money this week? Because it seems to me, and 
And this is specifically the examples I'm talking about, and, and trust me, I've seen a lot of it lately, are people, specifically in my industry, um, or, you know, entrepreneurs in other industries as well, I see it in. And, you know, it just seems to me that a lot of them, and I'm not saying that everyone who talks about self-care is doing this, I'm not making a big generalization of everyone, but what I'm saying is what I see happening a lot with a lot of people who are talking about self-care a lot is that they're using it as a way of avoiding doing the work they don't want to do, or they're using it as a way of not really fully a hundred percent digging into their business because, well, there could be a lot of reasons. It could be that they're afraid of success. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid of rejection. They're afraid to fully put themselves out there. They're, they're avoiding something. And so they make up this story about self-care as a way of distracting away from, from the fact that they're not doing their work. And I see this in, in entrepreneurs often when, you know, they don't have a lot of work to do yet. They're not busy. They don't have a lot to do. And so it makes me wonder how much self-care does a person really need? How much do they need? Because when I talk about self-care with my clients, it's in balance to their lifestyle. So, you know, if someone isn't really working a lot, then I would think that the fact that they're not really working a lot kind of takes the place of a lot of extra planned specific self-care. You know what I mean? But someone who's working a lot and is really super busy, it becomes more important to be intentional with their self-care, to make sure that they're getting what they need to refuel themselves. And let's talk about another form of self-care, which I think gets left out. Because, you know, when I hear people talking about self-care, practicing self-care, preaching self-care, it seems to me that what they're talking about most often is meditation, um, they're talking about relaxation, they're talking about spa treatments, you know, going for that manicure, pedicure, which, by the way, I love, that's a form of self-care I partake in. Or it's, you know, going for a massage, um, or any kind of treatment like that. Or, you know, they're like going for a walk in nature, doing those kinds of things, which are all wonderful things. Don't misunderstand me, those are all great things. But the kind of self-care that I see being left out is how about financial self-care? How about financial well-being? Because I see a direct correlation between people being financially abundant and healthy and able to take care of themselves. Now, some people disagree with that, and that's totally, totally fine to disagree with. But I don't think anyone can really deny that when you have a certain amount of money in your life, you're able to create a lifestyle that supports consistent self-care. It means that you can take time off when you need it. It means that you can plan vacations and real vacations where you can totally relax and shut off the outside world. It means that you can pay for regular massage and all the treatments that you need. It means that you can plan your day around doing meditation or going to a yoga class. It means you have money to pay for classes or to pay to visit a practitioner when you need it to deal with, say, your mental well-being or your spiritual well-being, your physical well-being. 
it means that you can afford to hire a personal trainer if it's your physical health that needs help, or hire a nutritionist, or buy organic food, or high-quality supplements. So I think if we're going to talk about self-care, we have to talk about financial well-being. And I'm not saying that you have to be a billionaire. I'm not saying you have to be greedy. I'm not saying that you have to take more than you want or more than you need. Um, Because I know that when we start talking about money, a lot of people have those kinds of programs that start going off in their minds. It's not about that. It's about having what you need to be able to take care of yourself the way you want to. So if a person, if an entrepreneur is continually sacrificing making money and doing what they need to do so they can create money in their world, then how is that contributing to their self-care? And I know this is just audio, so you can't see me, but that was totally with air quotes when I said self-care. Because I really do think they go hand in hand. I really do think that financial well-being is probably the most neglected part of self-care. When people talk about self-care, they seem to neglect the financial aspect. So self-care is a wonderful, amazing, incredible thing. It's something that everyone has to practice. But I do think in some cases it's gone too far. And I do think that some people use it as an excuse to get out of doing the things that they just don't want to do. And so, you know, often when I'm working with an entrepreneur, because that's mainly who I work with are entrepreneurs, not, not always, but that's the main, um, I guess the main demographic I work within is entrepreneurs and professionals, is they're often avoiding something. When they're talking to me a lot about, well, I needed a day for self-care, I needed to do this. Often to me, that signals that there's something they're avoiding. So what are they avoiding doing in their business? Is it cold calling? Are they avoiding doing their marketing? Are they avoiding booking appointments? What is it that they are avoiding doing? And then why are they avoiding doing it? What's the underlying intention? What's happening there? So if this episode is resonating with you, if you find that you've been one of these people who's using self-care as an excuse to be lazy and stay in your pajamas all day and watch TV instead of, you know, running your business or doing things to generate income, then that's a problem. That's a problem. So hopefully, hopefully listening to this has shaken you up enough that you realize that you're using it as an excuse. And again, because I want to be really clear here, that doesn't take away from doing the things you need to do to take care of yourself, but don't use it as an excuse for being lazy or for procrastinating from doing what you need to do. And remember that making money is a part of self-care. You really can't have one without the other. Not really well anyway. So that's it for today. If you found this useful, interesting, then drop me a line. You can reach me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching. Or you can find me on Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching. And just a reminder, I have a couple workshops coming up. So for anyone in the local Vancouver area... I have Secrets of the Empowered Life on September 24th and 25th, and you can find that through my Facebook page. It's the easiest way to find it, or through my website, terryholland.ca. And October 6th and 7th, we are doing Empowered Sales Communication. So if you are a sales professional 
in the Lower Mainland. If you are working in any type of sales, you want to attend this one because what I'm going to teach at this workshop, you will not hear anywhere else, at least not locally. So these are the two workshops that are coming up. Later in October, there's an NLP practitioner training for any one of you who wants to learn to do what I do. It'll be a nine-day training. It includes four certifications, NLP practitioner, timeline therapy practitioner, NLP coach, and hypnotherapy. So if that interests you, drop me a line as well. Let me know. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, please leave me your five-star iTunes review to help my rankings on iTunes. And you know the higher I rank, the more people can find me just like you so I can help them. Thank you so much for joining me and have a fantastic day.